Welcome to Manchester by the Sea Party, episode 51. <laughs> I'm Aaron M. Routon in Cleveland, Ohio, and with me... Kim Houston, Louisville, Kentucky. Just kidding, it's not really a Manchester by the Sea Party, but I imagine we'll get to it. The most important movie of our time. Instead... <laughs> If you want if you want an hour straight of Kim and I giggling, <laughs> consult the last episode. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening to this, thanks so much for sticking <laughs> yeah, with thanks, us. Thanks for coming back. I, I, feel, I feel like that episode was going to be uh, challenging to some <laughs> listeners. <laughs> this is how you prove if you're really with us or not. Yeah, like, if you're listening to this one, you must be ride or die. Cause... <laughs> True. Thank you. Woo. Thank you for your support. It means everything. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about something really important. For sure. Is, uh, the news that Gucci Mane proposed to his longtime girlfriend at the Atlanta Hawks game the other night. Yeah, uh, it was Hawks versus Pelicans, mm-hmm. and... Um, the proposal went down because uh, they were sitting courtside and it was uh, broadcast on the uh, stadium's uh, Jumbotron during a, a Kiss Cam segment. Oh, Kiss Cam, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not at all my favorite. Yeah. Um, he had appeared um, at halftime. He uh, was the halftime. Oh, he was? Um, yeah. That's uh, cool. He was- yeah, he was the halftime entertainment, and um, I was not aware of that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, given, and I guess he had, given the palace a run for its money on the halftime show. Then, right? I mean, you know, I, I could see it being a, a toss-up between between uh, Detroit and uh, Atlanta getting the better halftime shows. Although we should talk about Detroit a little bit later. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. I mean, En Vogue is no Gucci Mane, but what do you, what can you True. do? So, um, well, she said yes. Yeah, she did say yes. And um, I guess the crowd was going wild as wasted played over the house speakers. <laughs> oh, yes. I remember when your father proposed to me. We were at Phillips Arena and wasted was blaring over the loudspeaker. What a beautiful moment. What a beautiful moment. Um, well, I mean, good for him. That's this is yeah. His, congratulations, Gucci man. This is his girlfriend. Yeah, basketball party offers you our sincerest congratulations. Um, Cheers to you. I mean, this has been his like longtime girlfriend. Yeah, she's um, stuck with him during his last bid. So, uh, Keisha Kaor, I think, is her name. I know. I, I may cannot have... figure out how to say her last name. I mean, yeah, I, I cannot pronounce say it. it. Um. But yeah, I, I, this, this news broke the other night and, uh, I, um, (laughs) I said, I was at a friend's house for dinner and I said to them, I was like, look, and this actually for my listening audience, if I ever date anyone and they're like, yeah, I'm going to propose to Aaron at the Cavs game. You tell them, no, you tell them that is not the appropriate venue. Yeah, I, I don't want I don't it to go know down like when that. this this whole thing got so popular to do. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of places actually now uh, offer packages Ugh. for this kind of thing where Ugh. you can go and propose to your girlfriend at, you know, whatever sports arena and right. you can get a you know, get engaged on the jumbotron. What so um I am going to second your emotion. And say that uh, I'm against the Jumbotron proposal. Yeah, I'm against it. I'm against it also. Um, Here's why. I've thought about this, clearly. Mm -hmm. I don't want... So, you know, we've talked about this before. Like, basketball is very important to me. And it's not really something that I've shared... Like, it, it isn't what has brought me together with anyone that I've dated. Like, I, of course, I've dated dudes who like basketball. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but it's usually been, like, my thing that I'm way more into than they are. And they're like, yeah, okay. Um, but I don't want 
let's say the marriage goes awry. Mm-hmm. I don't want that engagement tied in any way to the Cleveland Cavaliers organization. I can't. I can't have that. I'm not into it. And I don't want, like, I just don't, I, I don't want all that attention for something that I think is, I mean, this is like a whole other topic, but like <laughs> something, an institution that I fundamentally am like not wild about anyway. Well, yeah. And like the Cavs have like, In the, the biggest... olden days, I would be your property. Yeah. Like, ew. Um, and I don't want like that. I, yeah, I just don't want it to go down like at a Cavs game. Yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with your points. I, I guess, you know, if I were, um, proposed to, let's say at a Pacers game or for some reason at an, at assembly hall in Bloomington, <laughs> yeah. You and, know, then, and then very... Bobby Knight presided over your wedding, naturally. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I see your point about you don't want it in any way connected to, you know, your relationship. I can see that. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that I would start hating the Pacers or I'd start hating Indiana basketball. No, should that happen? No, no. you know, should uh, a dissolution of the marriage happen? Yeah. I I guess to me, what really grinds my gears about it is that it's just so public. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part two of that is that like, I don't so public. And, and to be fair, it's just, I'm one of those people. I don't feel like I'm backed into a corner. Right. And and I feel like a public engagement is for people who really should not be getting married. <laughs> That's like that extra level of having to prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Like these are the people that are on like Facebook or Instagram and it's just like, their entire feed is all photos of them making out or their dinners Ew, or like yeah. everything like that kind like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's either for the exhibitionist um, couple that has to prove it to the world or two, they're like, oh, my gosh, we're totally going to stop fighting every 10 seconds if we get engaged. Yeah. Or three, Gucci Mane. <laughs> or Gucci Mane. Or your Gucci Mane. Like, I'm I, sure, I, I, I think there might be mitigating circumstances with Gucci Mane. Because, I mean, he was performing there. I mean, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, I think when you're a celebrity, like, there's a different... I mean, obviously, like, if you or I got engaged at, you know, our respective NBA arenas, mm-hmm. that's not going to be, like, the news... We're not going to be talking, no. You know, no one's going to be talking about it on their podcast later. Um, no. Although like, that would be weird. Unless it's like something viral and, you know, obnoxious. Like that Chris mm-hmm. Brown forever flash mob wedding thing. Remember that? Yeah. 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 God. Yeah. So, um, I just think that it just makes me uncomfortable, which is kind of connected to a topic we discussed, we've discussed before, but it was a while ago which was mm-hmm. the idea of going on dates with people to uh, basketball games. Yeah. Which I remember you had a, you were not into at all. No. Yeah. I, uh, well, especially for first dates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Whereas I have done it. I'm here mm-hmm. to tell you. I'm reporting from the front lines. Um, <laughs> you know, that, I mean... Yeah, clearly I didn't marry that person, so that person's not proposing to me on the Jumbotron at the Barclays Center, but that's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't want to marry that guy anyway. Uh, but I, the, my, my biggest complaint, which I don't know if we talked about at the time, was that he bought the tickets and he picked the seats mm-hmm. and I didn't like the seats. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the one thing I like about it is it's like reverse, it's like a reverse of gender roles where... Mm-hmm. If some guy is trying to, like, court me and mm-hmm. his way of doing it is to, like, take me to a game, he better do his fucking research. Yeah. 
I like there's a you don't want to be up there in the nosebleed sex seats you know <laughs> no definitely not in the sex seats not on the first date and uh I yeah I like a very specific I like to sit on a very specific level I like to sit in pretty specific sections I got my routines man so you gotta earn that but yeah I like the thought of I would still do it now like if somebody asked me to go to a clips game or whatever as a first date i would go because but i think we talked about at the time like i would never take someone with me on a first date to like a, a Cavs game that's like a no because then that person would find out that i really just i just love jr smith and they would be intimidated and or freaked out <laughs> oh she loves nuts okay <laughs> well you know, I mean, the heart wants what it wants, dude. I'm telling you, J.R. Smith. I mean, when that trade happened, I was stoked about mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. I mean, despite you trying to get the pipe, I'm a big fan of J.R. Smith. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. a, I love a narrative like J.R.'s. And now I've just doubled down because he just loves Cleveland so much. Loves it. Yeah. It's crazy. That story that we were talking about on PMA Grit Squad where he's like, I want to retire mm-hmm. here. Like, I never want to leave here. That's boom. I mean, he must really be feeling Northeastern Ohio. <laughs> like, he must be having the time of his life there. Like, something something good has to also be happening in JR's private life that he's just, like, double down on Ohio. Well, he got married. He got married. Yeah. Um, but, and I think that, you know, in the same, I understand this after having, you know, like, lived in New York. Like, New York is like a freaking candy store, especially if you're somebody like him. Like, you can just while out all the time. Here, you can't mm-hmm. do that. Like, you can, but not like not like you can there. And so... And everybody here is, well, especially now, everybody here is like, oh, thanks for the championship. So everyone's like, you're the best. Eh." So (laughs) it's like a mutual admiration society now. Um, But yeah, he's looking to buy a house like near LeBron in Bath. He lives not far from my parents now. He lives in Bravi Heights. Oh, really? Yeah. I got the tip off since I've been home. One of my brother's friends from high school, they live behind him. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. Oh, like good to know. So, uh, but yeah. And then, well, so then this kind of, yeah, this brings me to the, the other topic we were going to discuss, which was, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think we've touched on, we touched on during the world series during, (laughs) during the era of baseball minute. Um, yeah. Which is how hard the Cavs ride for like every other Ohio team. With the exception of the Browns. I have not seen that a Browns game to date, which is pretty funny. (laughs) Um. Well, I, um, so about that. <laughs> so about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is just a general question. Okay. Um, so LeBron and, and co yeah. and, and co is the, his co-calves. Yeah. <laughs> his co-workers. Um, his co-workers. Um, so very, very prominent during uh, the World Series and, and the playoffs for uh, for the Indians. Yeah, very prominent um, at yes yesterday's uh, you know battle battle of college football, the Ohio State mm-hmm. uh, Michigan yeah game. Yeah, Ohio State very another very good. Uh, team. Yeah. Right now. Yep. Um, trying to think, who else? Like, did they go to the like the, the second tier hockey or whatever it is? I, I guess I'm wondering if uh, them showing up, like the teams that they're showing up for, are in the postseason. They're doing pretty, pretty well. Is it a little glory boy of them to be showing up? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're totally right about that. I mean, remember, let us not forget that LeBron was a Yankees fan. I remember those days of LeBron wearing a Yankees hat. 
when the Yankees were good. Uh, LeBron and J.R. Smith are both Cowboys fans. Okay. Um, yeah, I think there's a little glory boy front runnerism, which the thing is, though, I'm, <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I care. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, if you're from Northeastern Ohio, I think, you know, I think it's great. I I was really into them showing up uh, for the Indians during uh, their postseason. Yeah. Um, and it was really fun seeing them at the Ohio State-Michigan game lap yesterday, so. Yeah, I mean, I, um, there, so there's a, there used to be a, um, a tagline for Kent State University, which was, winning is contagious. Uh, uh-huh. Which we used to laugh about because, like, what does that mean? It's open to interpretation. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I, in this case, I think that winning is contagious would probably be an accurate way to sum up this kind of narrative because, you know, not and obviously the Indians didn't go all the way, but geez, yeah, I mean, very close. But I think that very winning close. is contagious. It's funny to me because I'm like, what if they did go to a Browns game? Would the Browns actually win? <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I, I think LeBron should almost show up till one so they don't like lose well, the entire season. Well, here's the deal. Here's this is some insider Cleveland knowledge that I got this morning or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the Browns lose every game, they're mm-hmm. gonna have a parade for the Browns in Cleveland. They've already gotten the permits. <laughs> So how about that? It's a year where there's a championship parade for the Cavs. Indians almost win the World Series. And then the Browns lose every game and they have a parade. <laughs> you know what? I think that's nice. I love it. I'm very like I, I, I legitimately love that idea because um, it's this weird version of like, uh, <laughs> like, like a participation ribbon. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> Cleveland Browns, you participated. We I don't still want them you. to win a game. I want them to lose every single game. Once you go, I mean, what are they now? I'm sure they lost today. Uh, yeah, they're playing the Giants today. Oh, they lost. Yeah, they lost. Okay, so the so the Browns are what? What does that make them? Ten and... Or zero and ten? Something like that. I mean, yeah. Zero and zero and twelve. So that's mm-hmm. it, right? This is the last regular season game? I don't know. I don't know football. Um, yeah. So they haven't won a single game. At this point, I'm like, don't win one. Just, like, lose them all. Mm-hmm. Really that parade. I want that parade. Yeah, now I want the parade. Now that there's a parade involved, I'm like, oh, no, we cannot win this game. Cannot. (laughs) So I think there might be another – I think there's another week or another two weeks. I don't know. Football, I don't – we talked about this yesterday. I do not understand how it works. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And college and pro are different. Yeah, and the – the bowl system and uh, yeah, the playoff championship system for college football was explained to me yesterday, and it's just that sounds really weird. It's like convoluted, and stupid. yeah, yeah. But um, you know, but uh, yeah, but, I, I think. But now we have that beautiful photo of uh, the. Uh, the calves around that Buckeye mascot. Oh, ma- mascot. 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 Uh, his name's Brutus. I'll have you know. Brutus. Uh, yeah, Brutus the Buckeye. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go to Ohio State. I went to Cincinnati. So that automatically gives me a chip on my shoulder because nobody cares about Cincinnati, but everybody in Ohio cares about Ohio State. Um, however, I still, you know, I never want Michigan to win. It's in my... Mm-hmm blood that Toledo you mean war, the team up north that Toledo war blood mm-hmm. runs deep uh <laughs> so yeah and I I mean anytime f- glory boy or not I still as I said to my parents I was like I need the I need Ohio State to win this game because I want LeBron to be happy <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That was it. I saw a headline that uh, any child born yesterday, and I think maybe today, would get a little baby pair of uh, LeBron's yeah. uh, sneakers. Yep. If yep. you were born in a Columbus area hospital. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then I think LeBron also gave uh, cleats to the entire Ohio State. Oh yeah, as you as you call them, LeBron's magic cleats. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what yeah. brought them that victory. I mean, it's a boon for Ohio State. Like, good for them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's I can't imagine like a more uh, fun slash kind of. Uh, it's not like profitable, but meaningful. And I use that in a very loose way. You know, I don't mean it's actually meaningful, but like sports meaningful endorsement <laughs> to have LeBron be like, yeah, I'm into this. So, Oh yeah. I'm sure it's, you know, for all of those kids, it's like, oh man, LeBron James really yeah. wants me to succeed. Yeah. Like you have the, the calves like dancing in your end zone, like supporting your team. I mean, come on. Yeah. I was like, I want, how do I join that party? I'm going to go back to college. I'm going to play college football. Um, yeah. But I just think, you know, I do, but I do agree with you. Like, clearly they haven't been at any Browns games. So. No. <laughs> eh, um, yeah. Not really. Winning those, is contagious, though. Not really at those Lake Erie Monsters games, just, you know, wiling out. But, um, but I think it is, I think it's good for the city. I think it's good for Ohio to have that kind of, like, Mm-hmm. winning is contagious support yeah i uh, mean i i think winning was you know not as contagious <laughs> yesterday i think there uh, was too many like late night cry session cry sessions to uh carmen ohio or maybe like too many drunken hang on sloopies last night <laughs> well yeah considering that they almost lost to the sixers today a little yeah. too much, uh, yeah. A little too much. Hang on, Sloopy party time last night. I imagine. <laughs> I would. God, could you imagine? I would love to see a vine of all of the calves just blackout drunk singing "Hang on, Sloopy" with Brutus. I, I'm telling you, I was waiting for Instagram stories, and there were none. And I was like, well, fine. Um. <laughs> I was like, I don't even care about Ohio State. I am more interested in Cavs celebration footage. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you saw, what was that, the, when they had Wine and Gold Night? Mm-hmm. That, like, benefit that they do? And, like, mm-hmm. it's the end of the night, and they're all clearly faded. And they're just, like, dancing around to, like, uh, like I don't even know what. It was something hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if it was cut it or something else. And I was just like, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that looks fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, like Iman Shumpert just uh, faded. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, so. Hey, they deserve it, man. I'm glad they're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're able to go out and party for the Buckeyes and then manage to beat the Sixers the next day, good for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Just. Wiling out. Yeah. Like, uh, actually, I kind of wish that there would be some kind of. Um, I don't know if it could be like a side business for them. But. <laughs> it's probably LeBron, a conflict of interest, but okay. LeBron and co. Just mm-hmm. show up. They show up like you invite them, or maybe you pay them. No matter what, um, and and they're just there, like at you know in Lakewood partying for your wedding. Are uh, there? Yeah. Like they're doing just random northeastern Ohio stuff. It's just like, oh yeah, they're here at this Oktoberfest. Like, look, LeBron's in Lederhosen. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, because I, mean, I kind of feel like this is how it's progressing. Like the more like they're at the Indians, you know, yeah, like yeah, soon it's going to get farmed out to the commoners for a price. Yeah, yeah, like that's what I want. Yeah, like well, yeah, well, I, I love seeing them at Ohio State games. I like seeing them out and out and about for the other Ohio sports teams. But I, 
let's bring let's bring this party to the people, LeBron. Let's let's yeah. do that. Well, yeah, it used to be you know you could only get Moondog to come to your reception, and now <laughs> sky's the limit. So, yeah, I agree. It's funny though, and I don't know if it's only because I obviously like follow the Cavs more intensely than any other team. I I haven't seen a lot of this in other teams. Mm-hmm. This like, and I also, and I mean, this has been a, a, a common topic over the past, I guess, six years, which is the NBA best friendship move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where like, you want to play mm-hmm. with your friends, you want to hang out with your friends. Like, I get it. I hang mm-hmm. out with your friends is fun, but I don't, and there probably are other instances of this. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But, and it might be, too, because the Cavs are reigning champs, so they get the more prominent coverage on this. But, like, do other teams, mm-hmm. like, hang out? I don't see, like, DeAndre, Blake, and Chris Paul, like, hanging out together in L.A. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess that's kind of an interesting uh, question, because... I mean, I'm sure it very much happens, and yeah. maybe it's less covered in L.A. because, I don't, LA. I don't correct me if I'm wrong, you know, everyone likes to pretend that they don't see celebrities when they see them. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the rule. We all have to do that when we live there. Also, there's the yeah. Kardashians, so it's like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um. So, I don't know, that might be the just the whatever of stuff but it seems yeah the the Cavs are covered more now because they are you know the reigning champs yeah well and it's Um, LeBron so of course of course and um I don't know I I think there just might be more of a laser focus on it because Ohio yeah I mean do like do the do the Warriors hang out together and you know yeah I mean like I, I think it's a valid question if you know do you know of NBA buddies? <laughs> Report back. Tweet us at B-Ball Party. Report back. We need to know. I'm just curious because I feel like that was a trend where it was like this whole thing where like friendship was a big focus. And I know it's like, yeah, you know, Bron and Wade, it's like their number one thing. And so I'm curious, like, does Wade foster that now? Like in Chicago, like, is he befriending everyone mm-hmm. and making them like go dance? Like, you know, I don't know, in the Bears end zone. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. But I mean, it's really interesting. Um, And I also think it might just be a difference in age. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. um, Well, I mean, Brian Wade are pretty much, well, Wade's older, I think. But not by much. Yeah, Wade's not, Wade, Wade's not older. He is our age. Oh, oh. <laughs> LeBron's, only, LeBron's only like a year younger than us. It's cool. We're cool. Yeah. Two. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think I, don't, I think we are technically on the older end of being millennials. We're millennials. Uh, yeah, I know, but I don't really identify with millennials. Right, I understand. But still, technically. Yeah. We are old millennials. <laughs> yeah. Us That's and fine. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Us, D Wade, LeBron, we're old millennials. Yeah. So maybe it's like a trend that started with the old millennials. Okay. Okay. This whole friendship. The whole we Yeah, the whole it. friendship and like, you know hugging your <laughs> you know, the team the people on the other team. Um, before and maybe after a hard game or whatever. I mean, because, I mean, that didn't really happen in even the Jordan era. Certainly not uh, thinking about Larry Bird and fucking old Pistons teams. Well, no, because everybody there wanted wanted to punch each other in the face. Yeah, they wanted to punch each other in the face. Yeah, exactly. It was just like a much different league, and I think it was treated more kind of like, a, a job. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to hang out with my friends and, you know. Yeah, it's just, 
we are a team of men playing basketball. Yeah, we're and, clocking in you know, and then we're clocking out. Yeah. And we're punching everyone in the face. Yeah, I mean, I get yeah, that. Yeah, I think it's just a different um, generational mentality, maybe. Yeah, of about course. About how to approach the game. Of course, and, I, and, and to your point, like, that's kind of a millennial view about work as well. Where you're like, I want to work with my friends and have fun. So, I get that. I get that. And I'm here to tell you, millennials, you can't fucking get that ever. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Major buzzkill. Sorry. Major buzzkill. Or maybe um, you'll have it for a while and then it's taken away from you. <laughs> Kim's Kim's uh, darkness corner. Just <laughs> new feature. Um, yeah, I'm just curious. I mean, because I, I'm also like, what about like other small markets like the Bucks? Like, do they hang out together? I don't know. I mean, I hope so. Yeah, me too. But who knows? I mean, I, I mean, the alliteration alone for Bucks best friends. There, there you go. That's half the battle. Um, what I do think, or Bucks best buddies. Oh, oh so there you better. go. Even better. Um. What I do think is that um, the the Cavs should really embrace that whole Utah Jazz uh, lock-in. Yeah, no, I would like a lock-in. We kind of touched on it that it maybe could be a like a Halloween party. Oh, yeah, I, LeBron's I, Halloween party opened up to the fans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 just, like, have it in the queue. But I would be down with just, like, a regular lock-in. I think that sounds like so much fun. Right? Yeah. yeah. But there has to be booze. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got to sign a waiver. So. <laughs> like, you have to sign a waiver. No one under the age of, like, 20. Well, no one under the age of 21 if there's booze. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think you've already set a standard there. But, well, you know what I mean. I think that, I'm, I'm just thinking strictly no children. Yeah, of course. I also think, you know, rather than, like, ice bucket challenges or whatever, mm -hmm. you just hold a lock-in like this, you charge people whatever amount of money, and then all that mm -hmm. money goes to charity. Oh, that would be so much fun. Right? We need to get someone uh, with the Cavs organization on the horn. On the horn. Get them on the horn. Get them on the get horn. Get them on the horn. I think other teams should do it. I mean, especially given the the times we're about to live in, you know, solidarity is important. So, yeah. um, this is the time to lock ourselves in. This is the time to lock ourselves into NBA arenas. Um, <laughs> speaking of locking themselves in, uh, mm. I, I'm I'm curious. As to what is going on between uh, Boogie and the Sacramento Kings. Mm. Because the Kings have basically said that he's untouchable, meaning they won't trade him. Mm -hmm. But it's clearly not working. Mm -hmm. And... yeah. And I don't think, like, they're not in, I mean, obviously the Kings are not, Boogie Cousins is not LeBron, it's, but, but, you know, mm -hmm. if you can't build a team around who you are essentially claiming as your franchise player, mm -hmm. but you also don't want that person to leave, mm -hmm. it's like a weird kind of Stockholm Syndrome that's going on there, where, where they're like, we know this isn't working, but he cannot go. We cannot trade him. I don't yeah. get it. I, I think they are in the part of the dysfunctional marriage where they really think having their third baby is going to save it. I, yeah, I, I can, I think that's a really good point. I'm just like, I mean, I, I can't imagine that he's happy there. You know, um, or does he not care? I mean, you know, maybe, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's up for the for debate, but I also think Boogie might be the kind of player that uh, um, to uh, quote 
quote someone, it's, you know, hey, are they cutting the check? I'm showing up. Oh, you mean our friend Rashid Wallace cut the mm-hmm. check? Yeah, cut the check. I mean, that that might be, but I can't imagine that you would want to, like, fritter away your time at a franchise that isn't making the moves to support you. Mm-hmm. Hasn't gotten into the postseason in a very long time. Hasn't had a winning season in a very long time. You know, it, I mean, it's kind of like the Knicks, where it's like the Dolans just, like, cannot see the forest for the trees and mm-hmm. just like, and I, and I don't think Carmelo is in the same situation by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Carmelo is different and the Knicks are, the Knicks are different in that way. Cause it's a bigger market, mm-hmm. but I just don't know why, like if you can't make it work with this person who is your quote unquote franchise player, don't you think you should cut him loose? He's up for free yeah. agency in 2018. Like if I were him, I'd be like, goodbye now. Like, yeah, and I mean, if they don't want to let him go, I mean, then it's going to have to be up for him. But if he stays, then, I mean, then to me that says, you know, people are motivated by different things. You right. know, it, it's right. clear that LeBron really wanted to bring a ring to uh, Cleveland yeah. and yeah. by extension, Ohio. Yeah. Um, it's clear that LeBron really wanted to dance in the end zone at Ohio Stadium. And for by sure. proxy, went, <laughs> yeah. Winning the the championship was just a means to get there. (laughs) I mean, come on. So, um, so that, that's what motivates LeBron. Yeah. Um, a lot of other people are are very much motivated by getting your ring. Glory. And I mean, and I, I I don't want to be speaking for Boogie Cousins, but if he chooses to stay in Sacramento after, you know, it's been, pretty clear that to your point whatever is happening in Sacramento isn't working then to me that is signaling that he's either there because he just likes the people in the organization and he is just cool with having that check cut Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and making that max deal and making that money and playing basketball as a job yeah 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 yeah. of course and if that's like if that's what he's into then hey you do you, buddy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, I, I agree with you on that. Um, I just, I find it surprising that it's like being held, it's like either he's a willing participant in being held hostage or they're just mm-hmm. holding him hostage. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but it's it's curious to me just because there have been no, like, there's been no moves to correct it you know what I mean I don't know yeah I don't know and what they've been doing like isn't clearly isn't working so not that I expect the Kings to be like a major franchise but still at least a winning season yeah come on come on try come on so who knows yeah but I just thought that was Uh interesting just especially because that's you know, when LeBron was in that situation, they didn't build anything around him. He was like, actually, bye. I'm going to go <laughs> play with my best friend, Dwayne Wade. Yeah. And and I think it'll come down to, you know, what what is Boogie motivated by? Yeah. Yeah. What motivates Boogie? Uh, yeah. But, um, speaking of uh, the West, the the Warriors have edged the Clippers out of first place. Mm-hmm. Sorry to report. And, bad news, D'Angelo Russell had to get injections in his knee. He's the new Kobe. I mean, someone had to ascend to that throne, right? Yeah, yeah. What would the Lakers be without somebody getting injections? It's part of the franchise. So, I, I do find it amusing, only because... I live in LA, but you know, have no vested interest in either team. I do find it hilarious and always will that the Lakers like were at 500 and the Clippers Mm -hmm. were first place and people were still more excited about the Lakers. 
Yeah, because they're young and fresh and, you know, new coach. Like, all all the shiny things. Yeah, I but... But, uh... uh don't you want to win? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm talking Like, I just don't... What it's like motivates the part, it's like back, What it's, motivates you? It's like back to the participation award, though. It, it's like... Mm -hmm. Are people more happy that the Lakers are at 500 or do you want to bring a championship to LA? Do you know what I mean? I'm just like, uh, mm -hmm. it's like that. Well, maybe, maybe the Lakers have already got the permit and they're going to have a parade. It's the thinking emoji. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> the dubious thought emoji. Yeah. <laughs> Finger on the chin. Yeah. Uh, Love that guy. He's curious. my favorite. Yeah, you you brought him up yesterday while we were watching watching football, <laughs> a sport hmm. neither one of us understands in any no. way. No, Jason wanted to watch the Ohio State Michigan game. I understand. I, yeah, I, I I had no real vested interest. You know, I I still wore blue though. Wow, wow, wow! Mm -hmm. But you didn't want Michigan to win. Um, not really. I mean, I, I think at a point I was very much, like, I wore blue, but then I was rooting for Ohio State, which my friends in Michigan are probably, like, cringing mm. hearing that, but it's true. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the power of Ohioans to convince other people to root for our teams is, is, is strong. Yeah, I mean... I live with a person who's ride or die for almost all Cleveland sports. So it's mm -hmm. and Ohio state inexplicably. Well, he that's didn't not, go there. So I, he's just being an Ohio person. That's, but no, that's what I'm saying. The thing about Ohio state is that you didn't have to go there. I was joking. Cause you know, Ohio stadium holds 105,000 people. It's huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was joking with my dad. I was like, how many people who are there do you actually think are OSU alums? Probably not as many as you think. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But, but you know what's weird? It's the same thing for for Michigan, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Yeah. I'm sure that's true. But I think that I, I, it's in my own experience, I've, especially living in California, I have been able to rally people that have absolutely nothing to do with Ohio, but for the fact that they know me into rooting mm -hmm. for teams that I think they otherwise would not care about. So it's my homerism. It, my homerism is strong. Yeah. I mean, it could be a magical power of people from it's Ohio. It's like LeBron's cleats. It's a magical power. Um, Although there will be no like Ohio state flag in my fucking yard. Well, no, like, no, no. I think that's going too far. That's going too far. No. I would never fly. Like, I would never fly a flag of a, of a university I did not attend. That seems yeah. odd at best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, it will uh, of course be Indiana. Let's, well, let's yeah. all be real here. Yeah. Well, big 10 over here. Um, mm -hmm. As I told you, I don't even know what conference Cincinnati's in anymore because <laughs> they've been in like five in my tenure time that I've cared. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, the other thing is that we discussed about football that I, I truly do cherish is how, how batshit Jim Harbaugh is. Yeah. I, I, I truly believe he would murder a member of his own family. Mm-hmm. He... I hope it is uh, his brother-in-law who is the coach of Indiana basketball. Wait, that's his brother-in-law? Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. Yeah, Tom Crean. Wait, he's... Okay, so wait, there's... Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Like, because he's just as, like, crazy emotional. Well, yeah, because whoever the Harbaugh's sister is that married him was probably like, this is all I know. <laughs> you know? I know. But that is um, a, a truth.com for you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Tom Crean is married into the Harbaugh clan. Wow. The Harbaugh's, mm -hmm. they got some reach, man. Yeah. They got some reach. 
That's pretty crazy. I did not know that, but that explains a lot. Yeah, you just like you're like this is all I know is insane people. <laughs> As you pointed out yesterday, Jim Harbaugh managed to break his headset. Uh, what well, seemed like <laughs> and, fairly early in the game. Yeah, and but my favorite part was they cut back to him, and he had put the headset back on, but he was holding up the one ear. That had been ripped off. <laughs> so he's like holding. <laughs> it was like, you know, he was singing into a microphone that wasn't there. Oh, yeah. So it was really funny to me. No, he, he's uh, he's crazy. Um, I enjoyed the yeah. part where you updated me on that and you told me that he got. What did you say? Let's see. <laughs> Here's a report. No. Here's a report. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harbaugh threw off his earphones in the first half and broke them. And he got a flag or a red card or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> a red card. Uh, I mean, the Who thing is, say? the thing is, the behavior of Jim Harbaugh is not something mm-hmm. I would ever condone in real life. But as I was mm-hmm. discussing with my parents yesterday, I think you have to be slightly unhinged to be a, a head coach for a football team. Yeah. Because, I mean, Urban Meyer, I'm sure, is nuts. In the same way that Woody Hayes was nuts. Like, name a, name a head coach for a football team that you're like, that sounds like a decent human being, besides not counting Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I think you have to be partially insane to run a, you know, a big name program for a school. Yeah. 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 That's but yeah, like they have a countdown for it. Yeah. Yeah, which it, it, it's it, like which, something that you're like pe- that they are perpetually obsessed with. Which is hilarious because the only thing that you really truly win is pride. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only, mm-hmm. there's no, like, there's not even, like, a trophy or anything. It's merely pride. Mm-hmm. However, it's, a, yeah, that game is, like, I remember when I was living in Columbus, being there for Ohio State, Michigan was, like, the worst day. It was the worst day. Oh. Just Same in Ann Arbor. Into, I, I imagine, yeah. Just intolerable. But, you know, that's, that's the world we live in. So oh, as I joked oh, with my oh. as I joked with oh, my God. parents, they had to run Jim Harbaugh. I know they brought him on with cops and everybody has cops at mm-hmm. those games, but I feel like they really gotta put the police detail on Jim Harbaugh so he doesn't harm himself or someone else in the process of leaving <laughs> and entering the field. So like he just takes a person out with his I mean, headset. Remember that Super Bowl that was Harbaugh versus Harbaugh? That was like mm-hmm. that was kind of amazing. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I I was gonna try to transition, and as we're speaking about Michigan, mm-hmm. that uh, the Detroit oh, yeah. Pistons have a new home, dude. R.I.P. the Palace of Auburn Hills. Yeah, I mean it, it's still gonna be there, and I, I think but they're still going to there? do something. What's gonna be there though? I mean, the palace, I mean, they'll still do music shows there. I mean, like, if Kanye goes to Michigan Mm -hmm. on a tour, like, that's where he would play. Okay. Provided Kanye's able to get it together to tour, which is a separate (sighs) issue altogether that we won't discuss. um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, the Detroit Pistons will be sharing a home, uh, with the Detroit Red Red Wings in, uh, the Little Caesars Arena. (laughs) As, as you and friend of the pod, Dan, had plenty of (laughs) colorful analogies to describe Little Caesars Pizza Arena. Yeah. Um. I can't believe Domino's didn't get in on that. Yeah, I... Kind of a miss. Yeah. Knows. Yeah. Oh, you know, but that uh, Dan Illich money, he, uh, it's. It's real. I think it, it, 
now he he's been kind of a, a stronghold in the city in purchasing things. So um, somehow I'm not surprised. Um, As a person who lived in Detroit, do you feel that this is a good move or a bad move? Um. I'm a little disappointed it didn't happen when I was there. <laughs> yeah. I would well, have loved to reasons. have been able to basically <laughs> walk and be able to go see uh, an NBA game. Yeah. Um, and, and what's interesting about so where it is situated is that um, I think all of the arenas are going to be within, I don't know, a very small radius of each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's going to be near, um, Comerica Park and Ford Field. And so you just have this cornucopia of sports, um, all within a walking distance yeah. uh, of each other. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I think it's good for downtown, but I, I, it, it's still going to be the same kind of problems um, but, but maybe less so now. So what do you mean? Same kind of problems? Um, just, they are all in a, you know, a small radius of each other. So that means that, uh, people from the suburbs will just drive down to, um, that small radius park. Oh, I see. Probably in a lot. Um, do nothing but shop in that small radius and then go back to where they came from in yeah. Oakland, Macomb, yeah. all the other surrounding counties. Got it. Um, Got it. Because, you know, while Detroit, while downtown in Midtown uh, now has seen this, like, crazy amount of growth and change in the past, you know, uh, 10 years, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's still other parts of the city that are still not doing real well, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hmm. So, it's interesting. I mean, I think it's cool that, you know, all the sports teams will actually be in the city limits, Okay. I think that's cool because, you know, I, I, I thought it was weird that, you know, the Pistons were really the only ones that yeah. weren't downtown. Yeah, I mean, that's what, that, it was similar, Cleveland had a similar thing go down um, when they moved everything to, quote unquote, a gateway. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I... I was disappointed to learn the people mover does not run by any of these things. That's a miss. No, not really. I mean, um, I think pretty much the closest stop would be, uh, I forget the name of the stop, but, uh, it's kind of near the YMCA hmm. and okay. you could walk to Comerica park from there basically. Oh, uh, but would people like the do Millinder it? Center, maybe? I think would maybe be- the stop. Would people do it is the real question. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of, at least maybe on uh, game days, baseball game days, I'd see some drunk people on the people. Sure. See, I've seen some people on and, it. And they would be in baseball jerseys this time. I've seen people getting moved. I've seen it happen. <laughs> okay. Oh, the people mover. Yeah, yeah and there's going to be a, uh, I don't know, a train going up Woodward Avenue too, like a like a like a trolley. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I I I don't know that it necessarily goes anywhere good. Oh, I think it just like goes to like maybe uh, six or seven mile and stops. Oh, okay. Well, I'm a big fan and, of public and transit. People who actually live in Michigan can uh, yell at me for not knowing correctly. <laughs> I probably I'm just like saying things like Kim's tall tales. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, <laughs> it goes to the moon. It just, it just it just goes to the shopping center in Highland Park and stops. It goes. With, I like that you just lapsed into your Manchester by the Sea voice for that. 
Well, we, I've got to get ready for the update. So I haven't seen it yet. Update. I, I haven't, haven't either. It. I've had several offers. <laughs> I'm going to see it. It's going to happen. Um, You're going to have to let me know so then I can also see it that weekend. Oh, man. So then we can just have the... The official last update on Manchester by the Sea. Matt Damon was not enough for you. You gotta, I gotta tell you if it's good or not. Come on. Well, no, no, no. Like, we both have to see it the same weekend so we can talk about oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. So we can update everybody about it. Yeah, I yeah. We it. update our listeners who I care so much about Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. Our podcast, uniquely <laughs> devoted to pro basketball and Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> We've decided to go more niche than just being two women talking about NBA basketball. Taking it to the next level. <coughs> Matt Damon, we're looking for a sponsor. Yeah, Matt Damon, come on. Throw us a bone here. We support yeah. you. Support you. We support you. A, hey, hey, you want a mouthful hey. of Jostens? Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so that's that's the update. I did talk yeah. about it a lot, though. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Casey Affleck was on CBS this morning, uh, promoting Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know that he had directed that movie where Joaquin Phoenix uh, pretended to be a rapper. Wait, what movie was that? Uh, I think it was something like he's not there. Oh, I'm like not that. there. I, yeah. Oh. Yeah, like it was Casey Affleck and Joaquin Phoenix, and they all they were the two masterminds behind that joke. Masterminds. Yeah, I think I knew that. That movie came out. A, I think I was still living in Ohio when that movie came out. That's been a minute. Oh but yeah, it's old. I mean, I I just didn't know he was classic Affleck. It. Classic Affleck. Yeah, and and he was married to Joaquin uh, Phoenix's sister. That I did know. That I knew. And they're they're recently separated. Oh, mm. sorry to hear that. Yeah. Hope yeah. they didn't get engaged at a Celtics game or anything. I'd be <laughs> yeah, right. That's... Um, but they but Boston sports uh, was represented in the piece. Um, oh, they were definitely walking near the Green Monster. Okay, good. That's good. Yeah. I did think about and, um. I thought about it after we after I talked about how there was no basketball in Goodwill Hunting, and that's actually not true. Mm. Because do you remember the scene where uh, Minnie Driver is using the Magic Eight Ball? Mm-hmm. She does ask the Magic Eight Ball, "Will I play in the NBA?" Oh, yeah, there is a tie-in. We're not as as left field as people think. You know, there's something to this. <laughs> Did you like scan? Did you rewatch the movie recently? No, I just remember. Like- no, I like. No, I don't even need to rewatch it. I can much like Wayne's World. I can almost reenact the entire thing for you. So, <laughs> uh, no, I I remembered that scene. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. So, oh yeah, there is a tie-in. Yeah. So, um, that was your Manchester privacy update. <laughs> we did it. We got through it. We didn't talk about it for 30 minutes, so I figure that's a success. Yeah, I mean, you, but you still have to give the people what they want. You gotta. You gotta <laughs> do it. You gotta. Um, anything else uh, Anything else that we need to discuss before we um, wrap up this basketball party that was an actual basketball party? I'm proud of us. Yeah. Good job. You know, we're, we're getting back out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, aside from, you know, more speculation about Manchester by the sea, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm good. All right. What a good party. Good party. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll talk to you next week for, uh, next week's basketball party. Sounds perfect. All right. Bye, dude. Bye.
breath, it's all 